Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast, where we help you get clarity, build skills, enhance your character, curate your environment, take daily massive action, and develop a positive mindset. Join our community by heading over to workwithtimmydouglas.com and get our free book and list of questions that will help you build an impactful and purposeful life. Enjoy the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Audrey Hope, who is a relationship expert, soul healer, and an award-winning certified addiction and trauma counselor. Audrey, how you doing? It's great to be here, Timmy. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on the show. And we'd like to jump right in. So if you could start with just telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you'd like to do for fun, that'd be great. Uh, well, I am a soul healer, which is kind of an unusual thing. Um, helping people solve problems from the deep level, which is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun. <laughs> I say this life, past life, um, you know, the other side, whatever is needed. And um, what I do for fun is I relax after doing all of that. Yeah. I shut it down and I find a place to just recharge, recoup, and take back my energy from all that soul healing takes. Mm, yeah, no, I gotcha. And so tell me a little bit about what soul healing looks like on the day-to-day -day with clients. Is it just a lot of conversation? Are there exercises that you do, et cetera? Well, you know how we watch TV and we see stories, you know, yes. we watch movies, <laughs> and we we love drama and we love comedy well what i do is hear stories that are so outrageous and unbelievable you know of of problems that people come with so that's why my life never really gets boring um but what i do is i kind of tune in um i work with doctors i work with uh, other therapists i work as a team at seasons rehab which oh, is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So I work with addicts, which is, as my husband says, a very tough crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I I developed this gift through time, you know, just really wanting to help people. I, I just really did. And I, I just thought psychology just wasn't doing it. And I just started playing around using common sense and using intuition and and just practicing over time and finding out, wow, I could really access this information and get to the root of the root of the problem for the person. Mm. Does that explain it? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that explains it a little bit more. And when you're saying the root of the root of the problem, are you talking like, mm, is, is their soul like misaligned? Like what is typically the root of the problem that you're finding? Well, let's say you're with someone in a, in a love affair or, you know, even a marriage and you say, how did this happen? <laughs> How did I meet this person? Why am I with this person? Or if you've had a traumatic event, what did I do to deserve this? Um, or even where do people go when they die? Um, these are questions that people have from the deep root of the soul. So what I'll do is I don't really have a technique. I just always say, I'll do whatever's needed to be done. So let's say you have someone who passed away and you never resolved it with them. I might be able to get a message from that person to kind of help what was unresolved. So um, also, if you can't understand why you have a weird phobia, 
right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's a past life. You know, if you've gone everywhere and you've tried everything and you still have the problem, well, maybe you're not looking in the right place. Maybe you need to go further than that beyond this life. So people don't find it strange because when they suffer, we all suffer, right? We know what that's like. They're very open to, I'll do whatever it takes to not suffer. So I don't really have a problem with people thinking that this is not real. Because, you know, if if someone's really suffering and you offer them, you know, something that's that resonates with them, they become fast believers that there's more to this life. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. 100%. Um, <laughs> I love that. That's really yeah. cool. Well, tell us a bit more about your motivation. What really gets you up and keeps you going every day? Well, I've always felt that I was chipped, you know, as a kid, I'm chipped. Like I really got to do something to help the world. And I didn't know that it was going to be so messed up at this point. <laughs> you know, I thought that the women's issues was kind of like getting better. And, you know, of course, racial issues and all that and, you know, uh, helping the gay community. I thought it was all kind of going into an upward motion and here we are back. So um, I'm kind of surprised that um, we are where we are, but I would like to offer new perspectives and new hope about that, especially with what's going on in the world that, you know, um, people are suffering and they don't understand that when you heal, you got to bring everything out into the open. You got to see it first, right? Yeah. So everything is out in the open right now. And that's a good thing. At least we know where it is. Yeah. So you're right. Really Absolutely. <laughs> you can't hide anymore. You know, if you're a racist, we see it. Yeah. We're trying to take away our rights as women. We got your number. So that's always what's necessary in healing, too. You got to bring it out. You got to bust it. You got to look at it. And then you could begin to heal it. So I think on a um, on a level in the world, I think that's what's happening. I got you. And you're trying to offer some new perspectives and hope for the future of like, yeah, it's ugly right now, but it's only... It gets ugliest. It gets darkest right before the dawn is kind of the vibe you're going. Yeah. You know, Timmy, I don't really feel I have a choice. You know, people, when they follow their life purpose, I don't know if it's about you, how you feel about what you're doing, but like, there's no real choice. It's like, you got to do it, you know? And that's a good thing, right? (laughs) You do know, right? So Uh, when you got to do it and it becomes a passion, like you got to sing, you got to play the piano, you got to write. Well, that's really happiness. Um, because you're following something deeper inside yourself and you got to follow that voice, that still small voice or that yearning. So for me, there's never been a choice. I was always trying to evolve enough, get strong enough, right? So that I could be a voice for women, for healing, for helping. Mm. I love that, um, the like call to do it, you know, the like intrinsic, this is who I am. This is what I was put here for. And this is my genius zone. This is what I'm put here to do. Yeah. And if everybody did that, we'd be a happier world. Oh, so much happier. So, 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 so (laughs) much happier. Rather than following along a big problem. And what I do is the family, the society, the culture, 
following someone else's plan for you, right? Like yeah. whose life are you really living? You know, do you sure. have to you have to get married to this person, this kind of person? You have to, you know, in religion and all that. What it does to us is it indoctrinates us, right? And that becomes, well, that's the reason why we see a lot of people in rehab. I'll just say that. Yeah. That's why we're very busy. People yeah. have been indoctrinated. So um, I'm all about the freedom. The freedom of the soul. I think if we give everybody healing, they won't be so um, prone to follow cults and, you know, secret societies and, you know, K and QAnon and all that jazz. I think that, you know, we got to give people back critical mind thinking. People yeah. have to learn to think for themselves. I feel that. I'm, I'm just curious. How do you help people break out of that? I'm living a life for other people too. I'm done doing the people pleasing thing and I'm going to start living my own life. Listen, right. Well, you got to give I, facts, right? Like for example, I would say, do you know what the Bible has done to women? Big issue of mine. Do you know that they changed and left out a lot of the documents? So the matriarchal society was way before that, the Bible. And do you know that? And if you don't believe it, go look at, you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls. Go research information to find out that um, a group of men rewrote the Bible, right? So, you know, put put some energy behind what you're saying in speaking facts, right? Yeah. So that that's one of the things too, or to let people know that they've been brainwashed. Some people don't realize that they've been brainwashed. So you work with them and you ask them questions that really resonate and then they sort of unravel and they come to it, you know? And especially with drug addiction and um, uh, alcohol addiction, there's so much shame that comes with it, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't understand it at all. I don't, because... If you're using, there's got to be a really good reason. Yeah. You know, you probably had some trauma, something happened. You're just trying to survive. So if we could take shame and guilt out of a lot of the problems, you could begin to heal. So um, that's what I do to begin to remove that programming of shame and guilt. We all seem to have it somewhere, Timmy. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Yeah, you can do. find it somewhere when you say, well, I don't really go to this thing anymore. I don't really go here. Well, something in your thinking has manifested it in, in your beliefs. Like, why are you so hard on yourself? Why do you believe in sin? Something from you, from a child, is still in there. Yeah. No, so I'm really absolutely. about the freedom. I'm really about the unraveling and letting people see. So um, people are very reasonable. And people want to have a great life. They want to have a great love. So they're open. And they're yep. tired of the old ways, right? We, we in, in healing, everybody boxes you. You know, they say, you have this. And then they go to this. I think it's very antiquated. Mm -hmm. I think we're way beyond that. And yep. I don't really believe in boxing people. I think we need to get out of the boxes. I gotcha. <laughs> and so when it comes to shame and guilt i feel like a lot of that comes from the uh the people pleasing nature 
in us. And yes. so as you see people divorce themselves from, you know, living another person's life or caring about other people's opinion for their life, do you see that shame and guilt start to go away? Yeah, there you go. You just, I want to say, ring a bell. You just said caring about what other people think. That is so huge, right? Mm -hmm. And we pick up other people's energy on an energy level. We're sponges. We actually can look at this and see who we gave our energy to and who took it. And we have to be able to clear those hooks, chains, and cords to people that are still with us, even though we're in, we might have broken up, even though we might have gotten divorced, even though we might they might have died. They're still with us on an energy level, right? Yep. No matter how many years have passed. So it's important to get that hook and look at it from an energy level. And, and then you realize, oh my God, you know, what am I doing with this person? And am I still hooked into what they told me, what they believed about me? And especially as kids. We pick it up around age five or six, seven. That's it. That's where we get it. That's what I call a soul wound, where we get, let's say our parents were critical or someone was critical. That's, we'll go figure out in therapy. But what happens in a deep spiritual level is not what other people do to us that's the problem, but what we do to ourselves because of it. So we become critical of ourselves. We abandon ourselves. That's always the problem in healing, what we do to ourselves because of what people do. Mm. Right? You've been bullied, you bully yourself. You're hard on yourself. So if you can get that thread and go get it, you can heal it. So I always look for that. That's what I mean by the deep core issue. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So it's more about what we are doing to ourselves as a result of the things yes. that have done to us. It's profound. I started realizing that through working with people. You know, I'm doing this about over 20 years. It's fascinating. And like I said, it never gets boring. But that piece of it, of transformation, is when you realize I can take my power back from that. Yeah. You know, I can't, if you've been sexually abused, which is a terrible, terrible soul wound, at least you can take back ownership of yourself from that wound. And that's what I give people who've been, you know, traumatized. Take your power back from it. And they can actually feel light come back in their body. I call that a soul retrieval. I say, suck back your light from it. And they understand that something was taken from them. Mm. And so I was about to ask earlier, you were talking about on an energy level. When you say an energy level and you're talking about take your light back. Yes. Um, that's the yes. dynamic you're talking about. Yes. And I've also learned that money won't do it, fame won't do it, fortune won't do it. You got to go back to where it got you. So let's say you were bullied in school and you became very rich and famous. I wish I could tell you some names. I do work with celebrities. <laughs> um, but um, it's not going to do it. Yeah. It's still You have to go back to where it was. Um, maybe you were born in poverty. Maybe that really left a wound on you. You got to go back there and you got to heal it there because you can't just cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the first thing we talked about, which is that awareness, bringing it all to the light. Yeah. It's kind of a full circle vibe. You got to go back and get it from that dark place and yeah. get that awareness of it so you can choose something else. Exactly. And then the person sees it and then they become a whole being because we're really here. Like 
why do you think we're born? Like, you know, we say this is a light subject to talk about. Well, you know, why are we here? We're here to become our best selves, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that true? We're here, we're here to grow. So we get so hooked into the story instead of the reason for the stories. Like Shakespeare says, all the world's a stage, right? We all play parts for each other. So what is this person making me heal in myself? How is this person a mirror? So for any of your listeners who are suffering from a relationship stuff, he did this to me and she did this to me. Okay, take a step back. We all understand the pain of that. But what is this relationship inspiring me to heal in myself? Mm. As a mirror. Use everything as a mirror. That's a spiritual perspective. Lift it up, go higher, and look down. And let's talk a little bit more about that energetic level because I feel like energy can be very intangible for a lot of people when they think about it or talk about it. So just go a bit more in depth so we can start to wrap our heads around it. Okay, so right now you and I, our eyes are open, right? We're looking, right? This could be called, you know, we're in the third dimension. We understand that. Um, If we close our eyes, like when we sleep... We open, you know, that's why we dream. We go into these other worlds and dreams are crazy, but we're tapping in to this other place. And that's that wonderful intuitive place when we shut our eyes and we close off that world. And, you know, Einstein and Edison and so many of the famous great scientists would try and get into this state to find answers. They would call it the hypnagogic state. It's not really deep meditation. It was just like kind of 15 minutes, like close your eyes and get in between a little bit. You're still awake. And then you tap in and you ask a question. A lot of the great scientists got answers that way. I mean, look at Da Vinci. Come on. Yeah. Look what he drew in that century. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. How did he get that information? He tapped in, right? So we are energy beings with the ability to tap in. I teach everybody I know who I work with how to be intuitive. And we're all intuitive on different ways. You may, where do you think you're intuitive? You see, each everybody has a sense. Um, and you got to learn how your computer works. And yeah. you got to train it, right? But everybody can do this. And then if it, and if all else fails, see what outside like your life what's happening what's coming to your front door that's a message right you could just stay in that common sense i'm from new york so be very common sense what came into your life today okay that's what you got to deal with right Uh (laughs) uh-huh so that's good that's that's the stuff we can all relate to you don't have to believe in anything. Just watch the signs of your life who called you out of the blue what did you see out of the blue yeah Tune in yourself and then you'll learn to read messages. You know, how many people go into business or have a relationship and say, you know, I always knew from the beginning I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Guess what? We get those those signs, but we don't listen. Imagine if we listened. Yeah. And so tapping into that energy is yes. really understanding the like one understanding the signs that the outer world can give you because those are kind of those happen energetically yeah but also being able to enter that yes uh, that state that you talked about which is kind of like in between yes or you you know say to the universe should i work with this person 
and just put that out there. And then if they never call you back, the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like work with the universe. Yeah. Right. If you can't get somewhere and you, uh, I mean, I know someone that didn't get on the plane in 9-11, you know, in Boston, he didn't get on the plane. He couldn't get there to the airport. So, or he changed his flight. I forget the real story, but he didn't get on that plane, right? He wasn't supposed to follow your life. It will give you messages. Yeah. Do we listen to them though? Do we listen? And if we don't listen, the Mack truck is going to come and get us to listen. Yeah. You know why? Because the universe and our higher selves are going to win. We can't fight. People fight with reality. They really do. They don't like the cards they've been dealt. Mm -hmm. Right? And they resist. Well, how about letting go of that resistance and going, okay, this happened. I hate it. It sucks. But okay, this is what I got. Okay, now what? Yeah. I like that a lot. And I like mm -hmm. the, you kind of brought into the everyday of like what literally came through your yeah. door. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of people will say that energy is really intangible. But then you'll find yourself applying for a job and you get moved up through the interviews and you feel something in the pit of your stomach mm -hmm. that is like mm -hmm. really negative. And you're mm -hmm. like, ooh, I don't like that. I just got moved on to the third interview of this job probably means you shouldn't go do that job, you know? <laughs> like, that's, like, we can tap into the, you know, there's really intangible ways you can tap into it. As you've been trained more, you'll start to recognize more and more signs. But even just on an emotional level, you can start to feel the energy that's going through you every day. Okay, Timmy, I got you. But how about when you get sick? Okay, there's a yeah. sign for you. <laughs> literally. Okay, literally, right? I work with people on healing some really tough stuff. And it always matches what they're going through. Like the lady that had psoriasis, she was going like this to get off her skin, the scratching. She was trying, her father abused her. She was trying to get him out of her body. You know, we do, you know, cancer, breast cancer. It's not always that, but the body keeps the score. Yep. And it does that through illness. You know, we're great manifestors. As beings, that's why the ancients hid all the secrets, because we're very powerful beings. You know that, right? Mm. Things were hidden, right? Yeah. Because if they, we knew how powerful we were, we we couldn't be controlled. No, absolutely. Right? Because, right? Um, Bob Proctor, he was yeah. talking, he was talking yeah. about, he wasn't talking to me personally. I was looking at like a real, yeah. he was on. Um, and yeah. he was talking about how he, he just hasn't been sick. And he hasn't been sick because being sick is a vibration issue. Like your yeah. vibrations off if you're sick. And that was the first time I heard that. And then I started oh. noticing that like when I would get sick or when I would start get, getting a cold or getting a canker sore, it's because I was going through an undue amount of stress in life. Exactly. And it was just like, oh, wow. And then we talk about how stress is like the number two killer behind heart disease. And it's like the number one cause of heart disease. So it's probably the number yeah. one killer out there. And it's just like, yeah, there's something to this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, and uh, um, John Sarno, have you heard of him? He's a famous back doctor. He recently passed away, and he didn't do that much surgery. Mm. He looked at the emotional rage going on in the body. Mm, I didn't know and that. And he released it, yeah, so he didn't, so the back pain would go away. Uh, you know, Howard Stern was a big fan of his. Mm. You know, I love these books because they help my work. 
Yeah. You know, like um, there's another doctor, uh, I forget who wrote energy medicine. I forget her name right now. Um, and she said there's things as psychic vampires. She gives it validity because she's, you know, the medical doctor. But really, do you know what a psychic vampire is? That is someone who sucks your energy. And that could be a really close relative. And you get fooled because you think, well, that's my family. They wouldn't do that. But that's the wound of the tribe, they call, because it comes in that way. Things come to us through family. And on a soul level, if you could survive the family, you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, Audrey, let's go ahead and jump uh, jump into your dreams <laughs> and goals. Tell us about your vision for your business, your practice, your life. Well, um, I'm doing a lot of things right now, which is great. Um, we're developing a show. I've always been doing TV shows and developing, you know, my gifts around that. We have one, you know, that's in, about relationships, which is, you know, in progress right now. We'll see. Um, but my dream has always been the same. Like I'm very boring. <laughs> I'm very boring. My dream is to just, you know, bring all of these quick and easy nuggets of healing globally, like how to help women easily, how to heal easily, how to transform easily. This, this is my dream to do it on a big, big, big scale. So I've got books in, in the works and, you know, these TV projects in the works. I got so you. that's, that's always been my one, uh, my dream that, you know, I was chipped with as a little girl in Brooklyn, Queens. For sure. For sure. <laughs> So we got developing television shows and then bringing yeah. all the quick and easy nuggets of healing globally. Yeah. Cool. Any other dreams or goals you want to add to that? I hope the world will um, soon be enlightened and there will be peace for everyone. And all the icky people will go away. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I have to say that. I'm a very enlightened soul to say that. Let's get all the icky people out of power. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, what are That's the top my ones? real dream, by the way? Okay. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, what are the top one to two skills that you need to develop right now to make some of these dreams and goals come true? Well, you need perseverance, you know, and you need to understand the the game of life, right? You need to understand that as this is what I always say, they don't teach you this, that as you evolve and you get more light, the challenges get more. Yeah. People don't understand that. I think, oh, wow, I'm, I have arrived. Okay, just wait. <gasps> the next level's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Up the tree of life, you want it, it'll kick your butt. So... The ability to keep that concept in my life is, is what I hold to, to know that I'm connected to the divine purpose is in place and everything that happens is just to make me stronger. So I kind of keep to that. I don't really allow negative thinking. If it's, I think of it like a doorway, I just don't freaking open it. I don't indulge it. I don't go in. I stop myself before I open the door. I just won't go there. It's not, it's, it's a waste of time. To How do long did it take you to develop that 
staying connected to the divine and not opening the doorway to negative thinking and beliefs? Um, a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, always working on that. And, but then I realized through the journey, as I met really amazing teachers, that more was required of me at each step. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. So don't ask for it to be easy. Forget easy. Who needs it to be easy? You need to be awakened to what's going on. You need to understand. I'm going to write the manual. I'm going to say, this is the way it works. This way you won't suffer. You know, if you're going to be on this path, watch out. You're going to have to be brave. Yeah. I love it. Well, what are the highest impact daily actions that are going to tick the needle forward towards your dreams and goals? Well, um, you know, Einstein says you got to be on a light beam. He used that analogy. Like, we got to stay high, really get high. Yeah. Honestly, you know, and I work with people who get high. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, is to really know how to stay above the fray on that high light beam. Some people are down here. Don't let them pull you down. Yeah. Stay here and do all the practice. So the practice is um, to stay in that bright, shining light and flooding my body with that light so that it's like a laser out and using these images and making sure like I shower every day that I keep that vibration in my body. Mm, I got you. And what character trait do you most need to develop right now to make your dream life come true? Well, I love the word knowing. Yeah. Not trying. Knowing. I am that I am. Those are the most powerful secret words. That is the magic formula. E-A, Asher, E-A. It's in the Kabbalah. I am that I am. Everything you say after I am is a magic wand. I am now. That's one of the secrets. So to be able to hold that in the knowing of your path. Yeah. And so that helps me. There we go. I like the uh, I am. I am statements. Be careful what you say, you know. In the beginning was the word, right? It says that. And um, people can talk themselves into anxiety and depression and working so much with anxiety and panic, right? It's energy. It's too much of it. It's overwhelming. And that's what it is. So you can't take a pill. There's no quick fixes. No one's, and no one's getting out of here in an easy, we're all in this. There's no more running. Yeah. There's no more hiding. I think That's what's just, re- yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I, I think what's really cool is that in the same way you can talk yourself into depression and anxiety, you can talk yourself into love, joy, and excitement and peace and patience. Yes. And yes. it's like I forget, I think it was Sean Shonda Rhimes, maybe. Yeah. She was the author of The Secret. Oh no, that was uh Rhonda another Ron- Rhonda, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um Rhonda Burns, maybe. I don't she, know. Rhonda Burns. Okay, Rhonda Burns. There we go. She was like, if you only thought about what you wanted, that's all you would ever have. And it 
I was just like the power of that. And I was like, how, how many hours of the day do you spend thinking about, you know, being at peace and feeling how you want to feel versus the things you're afraid of feeling, you know? And for a lot of people, it's like 23 hours of fear, one hour of joy or whatever. But you know what? Um, I worked a little bit with them. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, you know, in the rehab, it's, 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 it gave me an opportunity to work with a lot of people and then they know people. And so the thing about manifestation is that it's so much more than affirmations and just say, staying positive. Oh God, yeah. wouldn't that be great if it was just that there's just a whole nother level to, and this is what I believe. And, and this is just from knowing people and being with them and their problems and they're suffering, you got to heal. Yeah. There's no escape from healing what needs to be healed. So if you want to manifest riches, fame, fortune, career, heal and remove the blocks to it. And that's the best thing because otherwise you'll be in that and you'll still be manifesting another thing. Um, I think that uh, Rhonda was sued by Esther Hicks for taking some of the material. Hmm. Really? I think it's not, I think it's public knowledge. So, you know, it always goes on, right? Yeah. So you see? Yeah. There's, it's so much more. There's another level to it, which is you got to heal and you got to make sure that you're taking care of cleaning up your own space. Mm. Which starts with that awareness. Doing the work. You can't run. What do you think the problem with trauma is? People hide it in a closet. Yeah. Right? And what do men do? They try to be rational, right? Mm -hmm. Ah, you know. You can't do it. You can't put it in the closet. Because if you put it in the closet, it will fester, it will grow, and it will grow, and it will grow. That's a fact. And then it will activate in the weirdest way. Yeah. And so you're saying, bring it out to the light. Well, do the work. Commit. But commit, commit. to, so like for people listening, I feel like do the work is a common. Like, no, go get some help. Go take a look at yourself. And, and if you're, something's bothering you, go deal with it. Don't hide it and pretend it's going to go away. It's never going to go away. Mm. It's never going to go away. It's just going to come out in another form. What you know? That's what OCD is. That's what all the uh, phobias and illnesses are. It's stuff that got. It's taken the the hit for what happened. Yeah. You have to trace it and track it back to where it began. Otherwise, twenty years later, you'll marry your issue. Yeah. Or you'll be dealing with your issue some other form. That's really important to know. Who wants to deal with trauma? Nobody. But I always say there's a lot of ways to do it as long as you deal with it. You can do, we, there's, we have so many new, wonderful ways of healing trauma. EMDR, brain spotting, um, neurofeedback. These are all ways beyond just talking about it, where it goes into the body to get the trauma. And Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, she was the one externalization, hitting, we used to have to hit telephone books 
with lead poles, which were really rubber, getting out the rage in the body. You can't just sit nicely with trauma because what I say is an atomic bomb. Try talking nice to a monster or an atomic bomb. They don't care, right? Yeah. Or even you deal with addiction. That's a monster. The addiction, the, 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 the demon doesn't care that you've been to rehab. It's still there. It's going to, you know, entice you every day. I gotcha. Right? You got to be able to, like, handle that and understand the chemical component. Oh, come here. Have a drink. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that does nothing to do with, you know, all the therapy that you've done. There's a chemical piece to it. That's the energy piece. So, um when you heal, you have to have all pieces of a pie. You can't just talk about it. You got to get it out of the body. Yeah. Got to get it out of the body. I had a client who had a thing like this in in her hand. Every neurologist, it was still going on. It ended up being rage from her mom. Yeah. And she it was a, yeah, it was, the yeah we got it out. Absolutely. That's what I do. I find it and then, okay, what came out was a lot of stuff from her childhood screaming. We were screaming in the room. Mm. Well, that's what it is. A whole look at it. You're holding it in, you know. It's 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 a nerve thing. Yeah. So getting it out, I mean, it look it seems like it can look different for any for a lot of people. Like they all get it out in different ways. Is that right? Yeah. So People some- have their own, you know, we're all our own heroes on our own journeys. That's why I don't like to box it. You know, I don't box it. I un- unbox it. So what's going on with you? Like, you know what I mean? And what's personal to you? Like, what does anxiety mean to you? Yeah. Otherwise, you're now involved in it, in, in that and you believe that and you're stuck in that, give me some medicine. And so for people who are confused on how to get it out. They have to find someone to help them. Mm. You have to find the right helpers. You know, it's all about the right doctor, the right therapist, the right healer. It's the right, you know, but you go searching, you'll find it. Go on a quest, go on a quest to be the best that you can be. There we go. You know, and... um. Yeah. We're all the same. We suffer the same. Yeah. We really do. That's what gives us a common humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, if there were one or two people that you can meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really meet help me. Meet who I could meet? Who you could meet. And they'd help you take that next step. Who would they be and how would oh, they Oh, 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 that, that would help my career? Yes. Hmm. I guess it would have to be a great question. I guess it would have to be someone who's, uh, this is a hard call, who's who's really evolved in the um, television business. I gotcha. You know, someone who's really cares about, you know, bringing the people back to, um, and there's a fun way you can do it too. It could be very entertaining, you know. I have a fun team that I work with. We're very entertaining. Yeah. So, you know, um, I guess that's 
that's what it's about. You know, finding my, to put my show in the right thing. Maybe Netflix, we'll see. But something where it's really, you know, the right thing, the right alignment. I've been looking for that for a long time. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Now we got our thriving three. And our first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Pick one of those three. Well, the movies that I've been into lately, um, I've been telling my clients to watch are Alfred Hitchcock movies. <laughs> <laughs> because, like Marnie, I just saw. You know, did you ever see Marnie? I think I have not. Okay. I think I've seen a spoof all- of it. but Yeah. Well, that it's funny because he really got it, what I'm trying to say. So she was obsessed. Every time she saw the color red, the music would play. Uh, and what that really is, is something happened to her in childhood. Yeah. So every time she she got activated with the color red, it reminded her of a trauma that she had in childhood. And that's what I'm saying. We get activated like that. The guy in Vertigo, when he saw the lines, you know, he really was something happened to him as a little boy. So that's why I've been recommending those movies and rewatching them again. Mm. He was on to something psychologically. That that is what I really feel captures what I'm trying to say about being activated in our wounds. Yeah. What is one way you like to take care of yourself? I'm definitely addicted to massages. Mm. <laughs> I have a great masseuse. And that is a life-saving thing for me. I, I got to get it out that way. There we go. There we she go. She has a Thai, thai massage. So it's, it's a necessity. I love it. <laughs> and what's one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet someone really evolved in the television business? Well, I have a, a shaman technique you know, that I've been using has been, you know, working with the animal kingdom, which is a whole nother podcast, but I would just be a tuning in and working on the inner realms to manifest. Gotcha. 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 Mm -hmm. There we go. There we go. All righty. Our next, uh, our next phase of the podcast is actually about limiting beliefs. So I'm sure a lot of these questions (laughs) won't really be that relevant to you, but I'll ask them anyway. Okay. What is one limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life, if any? I saw that one in um, that question, and um, I I think it's really good that I don't have an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I think I'm just, you know, not going to allow any limiting beliefs at this time. And, uh, you know, I'm just not. So. I love it. Um. Well, in that case, the final question we have for you is, what is your favorite belief about yourself? Wow, that's a beautiful question. I need to steal that question. (laughs) I ask people what their talents are. Yeah. Because I really, it bothers me if they don't know it. That you got to know it. You got to have self-esteem, right? Mm -hmm. So to ask that to me is um, that I'm sincere. Mm. I'm really sincere and I am doing it for the right reasons and it touches my heart and I never get tired because that's that. It's it's like connected. The iPhone is connected to the divine and I'm doing the work 
that I feel is is a gift, and it just sends me. There we go. <laughs> I love it. Well, Audrey, that's all we got for you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, Timmy, it was a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much. You keep up doing the great work. Will do. Will do. And is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Uh, no, just thank you for being such a lovely soul. Of course. Thank you for coming on the show, being authentic and helping us kind of get yeah. to the crux of <laughs> the soul the soul issues we'll have and just the knowledge of doing the work. Like, go get the help. Get the energy out. Like, I feel like I have similar conversations often, but the get the energy out was a big takeaway for me that, like, Good. people don't emphasize that enough. Mm -hmm. So, I love it. Thank you, Timmy. Of course. <laughs> of course. Well, if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Audrey had to say, make sure to check her out. All the links to do so will be down in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Hey there, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave a review and send it to a friend. Don't forget, head over to workwithtimmydouglas.com to get your list of life-changing questions and our free book, Impact Ignition, Live a Purposeful Life. See you tomorrow for another show.